0: City Hamilton is allowing flooded residents to apply for compassionate grants. Uh, This is uh, after they have declared those heavy rainfalls we had a disaster. Remember those heavy, well you saw the pictures, remember Dundas, King Street and Dundas was flooded out and so were a number of other areas and so were a lot of other people's houses for that matter as well. Uh, How does this come about? Where's the money coming from? And, And well, let's get into all the details on that. Chad Collins is the counselor for Ward 5 in the east end of Hamilton, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this stuff. Morning Chad, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Bill. Yourself? Good. Let's uh, let's first, talk, first of all about the determination of declaring this a disaster. I mean, when you mention that word, that uh, usually it conjures up a picture of a one-time catastrophic event. This actually happened over a series of days. Is there is there a precedent for making this declaration for something like that?
1: Well, we've I think as uh, was reported in in the paper, uh, we've we've had I think well over a dozen incidents now since the program was first. Initiated in, I believe, back in 2005 or 2007, and so we've we've had the program for almost a decade, and it essentially helps people deal with flooding in or around their homes, and um, and that compassionate grant program is in addition to some other initiatives that councils undertaken. The backwater valve program, I think, is a good example, in terms of trying to be proactive and, and deal with uh, changing climate and the effects that uh, climate change has on residential homes and in some cases commercial districts. And so we've we've spent uh, I believe over five million dollars over the last decade, and uh, and that's essentially a local program that we've developed, and we've had a number of municipalities, not just across Ontario but other parts of Canada, who contacted us to um, you know to to ask about the criteria, the eligibility, um, the cost, and so that program I think has been uh, not just inquired about, but it's been it's been um, implemented in other communities in different shapes and forms. And so Hamilton was certainly, I think, a leader in this area. And it comes certainly, Bill, in the absence of having provincial or federal programs in place mm-hmm. that help people with the same. And if you recall, I mean, I think we were hardest hit in 2009 with the floods that affected over 7,000 homes in the community. And I believe at that point in time, we were we were looking at uh, anywhere between three or 4,000 claims that were made through the city's Compassionate Grant Program. We applied to the province at that point in time for disaster relief funding and we were denied. And and it's curious when you look back at the history of flooding, not just in Hamilton, but around the area, Burlington then a number of years later was flooded. Um as you recall, I, I believe it was two thousand and fourteen that they experienced a flood that impacted three thousand homes in Burlington. And they almost immediately received provincial um, relief. Uh, I, th- I believe the province matched private donations and municipal funding yeah. on a on a two to one basis. And so they received, I think it was around three million dollars at the time. And so, um, you know, we've we've struggled in the absence of having that kind of support, the province or in some cases the federal government. Uh, we've we've tried to to go it alone and to help our residents as best we can, understanding there are some financial constraints that we have. But but on average, it, we're, we're looking at about a half a million dollars a year if you're to average it out over the last decade.
0: I, I was reading the stories and the details about this uh, in, in the staff numbers here, Chad, and, and forgive my skepticism mm-hmm. on this. But one of the things that I think underscores just how important and how, how relevant this problem is to Hamilton is mm-hmm. even the risk management department seems to endorse this. And, and traditionally, and this is no reflection on, on Mr. McClellan, who runs the department, who's the head of the department, mm-hmm. but invariably their job is to say no. Uh, no, we can't afford to do that, guys. But even they seem to be on side with it now.
1: They are, and I, I think it's uh, I think people have come to accept the fact that there will be tremendous impacts in the community, not just ours but elsewhere, with climate change. We're witnessing that along the lake, of course, in my beach community with rising lake levels.
0: Yeah, I got to ask you, right? just a quick aside. Sure. What's what's going on in the